0: Hey, it's time for Singles Only Podcast. Paul Favre here, your host. Uh, This week features comedian Susanna Rodriguez, also writing shotgun, the voice of reason, Patty Vasquez. Fun episode. Take a listen. Uh, Subscribe or don't subscribe. It doesn't matter. Um, The end is near. As far as you know, I've got a big announcement coming up soon uh, in August. Uh, so I hope to tell you all about that. One one announcement I can tell you is I'm recording my uh, special at Helium in Philadelphia on September 9th. Uh, so if you're in the Philadelphia area, come on out. Uh, I'm recording mine along with Dave Landau. So uh, if you come out, you'll get to see two recordings with Helium Records. Excited about that. Um, in the meantime, I'll be in Boston at uh, Laughs Boston this weekend with uh, Tricks. Next week, I'll be at Don't Tell Comedy in Columbus, October 11th and 12th. Uh, then I'll be in Las Vegas at the Tropicana Laugh Factory, October—sorry, August 14th through the 20th. Headlining uh, the Center for Visual and Performing Arts in Munster, Indiana, on October tw- on August twenty fifth. I don't know why I keep saying October. Uh, with Abby Sanchez, uh, we'll be opening that for me, and then I'll be at the Laugh Factory uh, all that weekend. After that, the twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, thirtieth, uh, and then um, then I'm back in Florida at LOL at Winter Haven, in LOL Comedy Club in Winter Winter Haven, Florida excited about that um so yeah paul has all my upcoming dates if you're not following me on instagram yet please do that at, at paul farvar uh email me your thoughts on this podcast or any of the podcasts we've done you know a lot of controversy has happened recently um i was aware of some episodes and i'm going to address that soon um so but if you have thoughts on any of the guests or any of the podcasts i've had always always open to uh suggestions thoughts comments pfarvar gmail.com uh i know one guy was really upset with me and he gave me a one star on the podcast and uh you know we know who you are (laughs) it's kind of funny anyway uh i really appreciate all the support uh on this podcast and, and my comedy shows um hope you're enjoying it and uh speaking of support check out our sponsors Singles Only listeners, Paul Farver here, I want to tell you about our friends over at Love Shop Toys. They are a sex shop toy. They're passionate about de and normalizing sex and sex toys and the conversations around it. They've been around for 20 years, and they believe that life is too short for bad sex. We agree here at Singles Only Podcast. We've teamed up with them, so if you go to their website, loveshoptoys.com backslash singles only, you get 20% off all regular priced items, and all orders over $69 are free. Nice. That's right. Free shipping on all orders over $69. Nice. And you get 20% off. If you use our backslash singles only at loveshoptoys.com, backslash singles only, that is. You get discreet shipping. You'll get it within two to four days across most of North America. Check them out, loveshoptoys.com, and use the backslash singles only to get 20% Twenty percent off. You're welcome. Ah! Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farver here. Who else did you think it would be? This is a new episode, obviously, because you're listening to it. Uh, we have our voice of reason back, one of the originals, the OG Patty Vasquez. <laughs> did I say that right, Vasquez?
1: Vasquez. You said it very well.
0: I know. You? I'm just kidding. I say that even if someone's name is Miller.
1: It's like, <laughs> Miller. Hey, Patty. Hey,
0: I, I'm glad that you're back. I had to, I had to bribe you. Yes, to come you back. did.
1: And I'm, and I'm happy to be bribed. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled that you have a new sponsor.
0: <laughs> we have uh, a <laughs> love shop. Uh, who is our sponsor? If you guys use their, the love shop slash singles only link, you get 20% off and Patty, yes, you get a free love toy.
1: I'm, wow. I'm so excited! I, I, I see I'm you shopping. looking through the catalog right now. I'm shopping now. as we talk. Is it was uncomfortable for you?
0: No, you're fine. The, it was gonna. Be, it was weird that I was like, "Am I gonna lean into the weird?" I'd be like, "Hey, I could have just been like, hey, Patty,' so like the way we usually are." But I was like, "Hey, what vibrator do you want?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I just you know leaned me. into You know me yeah, well know. enough.
1: You know, you know, that I, uh, I, I have no shame in talking about these things. Did I ever tell you that my <laughs> mom's doctor? told her that she should purchase one. And uh, and my mom ca- turned to me and she's like, where do I buy one? So now if she ever asks <laughs> me again, I can send love her to shop the love toys. shop. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. And by the way, uh, and then did I, ever tell you, I never told you this story. Maybe I shouldn't tell you this story. But <laughs> tell she, it. she invited me over and she to show me what she had purchased. And I was like, I don't need to be here for this. <laughs> um, no, but she wanted, she said, in the event that I die.
0: This is where it's headed. Well,
1: and, and I love it. It's like no. She, in case I'm not the one that cleans out her drawers, oh. she had put post-it notes on the on the uh, items that wow. when she's not using them, obviously, uh, that says for medicinal purposes only. <laughs> so she, she was prescribed. So, folks, it's also. I wonder if you can use your flex Bend at Love Shop. We should find that out because they're a Canadian. Because well, it keeps you toned. It keeps yeah. you, you, know, your, keeps I, you stimulated. It's good sensory stuff. I'm just saying. It's yeah. First it's of all, relaxing. the store is
0: mostly women stuff unless. You're <laughs> You want to buy a sex doll, which was like nine hundred bucks. I think that wow. there were things. There were some things for dudes. Uh, I'm gonna thinking- try, but like I'm like she asked me, she's like, what do you want? You get a free thing because we've been, they've been using, people have been using the code. I'm like, let me see if Patty wants something.
1: And also, I'll help you shop. There's a couple things here I think you should try. <laughs> so which one are you with gonna par- with a partner? You could try some things that maybe you haven't explored. That before. would require a second person, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, but still. <laughs> They could, well, I mean, you could be alone if you want to. You know. I've had,
0: I have, I had vibra- you, I've used you, vibrators on people. Well, no, but on, for yourself, there's brats. also,
1: you know, you have a G spot someplace else too. Uh, just, I mean, it's pretty. Easy. So Guys it's are
0: very fucking basic, Patty. So, which one are you going with?
1: I think I'm gonna go with California Dreamin'. So, <laughs> oh, that's so nice. So the thing is that I also I'm looking for, uh, but they're also different colors. So I'm like, do I want to be bright orange? Yellow seems a little bit too like in the banana. It, I, I don't need, like they have fruit involved, and you know the color.
0: Is important
1: It is actually I just
0: how, how, you know, Tell for, me I, I tend am, to go with Hot
1: pinks like This is like Talking
0: to my sister Right now It's. For, <laughs> I don't have a sister But this is fucking Weird Patty
1: Mine mine tend to be I have one that's gold Actually And, <laughs> and for, I just it, Because of the Beading on the outside like I like the texture Okay of it. I think we're done here no, no, no. So Most of mine Are either They're in the purple family Like from raspberry To okay. like hot pinks And fuchsia and You know
0: I've like won them, A so. lot of uh, vibrators I have some how at my house. Like from like different things I've done and I have them and I think I've given them, I know where they all are. So maybe mm, you, if you, yeah. and I, I just remember because it is purple. I feel like purple, yeah, purple is the- Purple's my shade, yeah. Okay, well. California good luck dreaming. with There's California. A California.
1: bunny. There's the Santa Monica starlet. <laughs> There's the Pasadena. Oh, the Pasadena player. This looks good. <laughs> this is turning
0: into a commercial for vibrators. Uh, that's- <laughs> I don't think we need to do this anymore <laughs> Patty how he are you so otherwise well, I
1: plan on being very relaxed in the near future so <laughs> to tell you I'm good I'm uh, I'm happy to be here it's I
0: haven't yeah I've seen you I've seen you I've come on your show uh, uh, riding home with Patty what is driving it? driving at home driving at home with on Patty WCBT on WCPT. and now you're on the Minneapolis channel too yes, I, I saw I was in Minneapolis last week when you made that announcement oh. I was like oh I could listen to it and then it was someone else I was like this isn't Patty's voice well
1: so. mine it comes uh, they take my second hour of my show and they broadcast it at eleven p.m. Yeah, because during the day there's a lot to, to cover, like ag reports and things like that. Because Minnesota, Minneapolis is much different. more It's a different, uh, different dynamic. Their reach, there. their reach is so, different than, yes, a lot well, we of do, rural stuff. I was doing shows. Yeah, WGN also does like an ag report.
0: Oh, still, okay. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember cool. that guy. Yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about no. agriculture. No, we're not. We well, have our guest.
1: We, maybe we're talking about plowing. We don't know. We'll find out.
0: <laughs> Patty, our guest, comes to us. Susana Rodriguez. Did I say it right?
2: Yes, Susana Rodriguez. That's perfect.
0: Thanks for doing the show, Susana. Well,
2: thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure.
0: I've thanks. never, I've never worked with you, so I don't have any information. You reach out to me. <laughs> I've heard good things. Patty oh, uh, said good things. To other yes. people. So. Thank you. How are you? How how long have you been doing comedy? First, um, of all?
2: not too long actually. I started during the pandemic, which was really bizarre. But I went to Second City for acting in like 2016, 2017. Then I did like a huge long. Um, it was like an acting lab, a showcase. But stand up was like always in the back of my mm-hmm. head. Like I want to try it. I want to sure. try it. I want to try it. I want to try it. And then weirdly enough, the pandemic hit, and of course, you know. I don't know about you. I'm sure you guys were dying socially. I was dying socially. I was like messed up because like I live by myself. I had a little doggy, but oh. that's it. So I was like, I need to see people. I need to do something creative. I kind of started an Instagram live thing where I would just talk with friends. And then I was like, man, I really want to do stand-up. And you know, Indiana was like open sometimes when Chicago was closed and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I have a friend that's a DJ. And I'm like, hey, does the lady that you DJ for at her bar, will she let me do a free show? He goes, yeah, if it's free... yeah and I mean even that I thought about a month before I approached him with it I was just like can I do this am I funny like what's you know
0: so you just did a show without even ever doing it I did a show
2: without even ever yeah it was was September of 2020 Okay, and uh, I got two friends from Second City that had done stand up Uh, Mark Bond is kind of into it more now and so they came and we did a show and she loved it and she's like can we hire you guys and I'm like yeah so she hired me we did another one Stand up,
0: not improv, right? Stand up. Okay.
2: Yeah, we did, and I did like I don't know, like ten minutes. Like my family came; it was kind of interesting. And then we didn't get paid, but we did a tip jar, and each of us got fifty bucks off the. That's tip jar. That's more than you would it have made ridiculous. doing comedy. <laughs> I mean, and great. drunk people are just like, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. like
1: it was five dollars or whatever. So well, that's why we. So, that's yeah. why. That's why there's drinks served at every comedy club. Is
2: yeah, <laughs> it helps. <laughs> Yeah, people buy tushar. shirts and then
1: they come like, "Why
0: did I buy this shirt?" You're like, too late. No, 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 no
2: refunds. Um, <laughs> so I did another one there, and then I don't know. I wanted to find a bigger place. I do come from a church background, so I was in a fun independent Fundamental Baptist church, and so I grew up on stage. Like, we had to do Bible verses on stage. We did little skits on stage. I played the piano. I played the organ. I became the music coordinator. So I had like a lot of like even though stage I didn't present. know. You yeah. understand, you're not comfortable and on a even stage. Though I, I, I didn't know I was producing a show. Some comedian later on goes, oh, you, you know, you're the producer. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm a producer. You know, I, I was just doing, I was just doing what I did in church. Like instead of booking people to sing special music, about I was Jesus. booking comedians. Yes. About talk Jesus. about their dicks
0: and, <laughs> and vaginas. So you, um, uh, so you, and then you produce a show at a theater now too. Yeah. In, so I Indiana. called, I
2: called up Hobart art and it was again, Hobart, that time, yeah where nobody was really wanting to do shows, and I'm like, hey, can I do a show? And it was like April 2021, and no, I, you... I knew no, I didn't know a lot of comedians at all, so I just like, I found some, and then reached out and ramped. And, and then, yeah, invited them, and we did a show, and it was 200 people. It was bizarre. Wow and I didn't do any like I didn't I mean I posted on on Facebook but it wasn't like I think it was just that sweet spot where people were like we want to get out and we yeah. want to have fun and we haven't seen anything in forever and if you so produce a good, good thing
0: people will come back as long as you have good com- comedians the first time they always come back I it's think. a
2: great venue too by the way it's such yeah. oh such have done it, oh yeah they yes. loved her we did um, July 30th of last year and it was Lollapalooza weekend of all things but when I booked it I didn't know it was going to be Lollapalooza hey. but she had a great showing everybody loved fun. Patty I mean She's a favorite there at the Aww. Chicago. On Santa stage, Patty's sure.
0: very likable.
2: Fair, fair, <laughs> <fair. laughs> Off I, like yeah. yeah. I like her a lot.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> On
0: stage, people are like, I mean, we did that show at Hey Nani and the guy was like, "She's so nice," and so I'm like, "That's
2: not. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Get a couple of drinks God. in her.
0: I've been out with her at three in the morning. <laughs> no, <it's
2: always laughs> I need experience. It's just so cross, Patty. Is issue. It's, it's, no." Sorry. I go. I need to experience that drunk patty. That's like drunk yeah. patty.
1: Yeah. I, I'll start <laughs> fight with, fights with strangers about like moments in history. Francis, you know Francis that's Parker, not what he happened. Goes, yeah. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln
0: was—he was only a Republican because it's a different party back then. <laughs>
1: exactly. See, what happened was the Dixiecrats didn't want to have segregation. There
0: the segregation we go. Yet. Okay, so you start yeah. producing these shows. Yes. Yeah, you so, have a religious background. Yes. Like, very what is that? How does that and how does that come into play? Let me ask you this way: okay. Are you going to church? More than no. once a week?
2: Not now. No, no I I'm mean when you were a kid. Yes. We were very involved. I landed what, at our Baptist church at church? six months old. I was in the nursery. Um, First in First Baptist Indiana. Church in Hammond, Indiana. It's a big, it was called at one time like a mega church. I don't know how much following they have now, but like, I mean, it's still going strong. But yeah, I grew up there.
0: Um, so, Baptist, is that, are you Hispanic? Are you Hispanic? Yeah, I I'm Mexican. 100%? Yeah, even though I look white. Yeah, I'm 100% okay. Mexican. And is that common? I, 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 I'm not oh, trying to no, be. No, it's not. Catholic no, is
2: usually. We got a lot of heat right? from our relatives because we were supposed to be Catholic. Catholic. So it was a bad we day. Bonk, when... I, I'm a recovering
1: Mormon, so we can, <laughs> we can always hang out. You're so, a recovering Mormon? Yeah. Wow. <sighs> Until I was 10, I know, we can hang out. I have Cheers. some
2: Mormon friends. Baptist <laughs> and Mormon is very intriguing. The same thing. But it's not Catholics. And we're both Mexicans. You're only half Patty. And Irish. So health. Baptists can drink coffee and Mormons can, I, right. I find that really crazy. But so, yeah, so. But, but
0: let me ask you it this way. So yeah. Baptist, how is it that your family became Baptist? I have a friend who's Mexican who became Jewish and it's a crazy story. That's is that, bizarre. is yeah. that, was you, the, were you, were you the first generation to become Baptist? Yes. Or you're, okay. In my family. Yeah. So they left the Catholic church. They left
2: the Catholic church. So. Oh, and went my, to Indiana? Yeah. So my parents, like, it's a long story about how they got together, but uh, my mom, my dad wrote letters to my mom. She met he met her once, and then he wrote letters, and fell, they fell in love through letters. So in, he went and got in Indiana her. or Mexico? No, in Mexico. Okay. He was already here illegally at the time, and then he would write her letters, and then uh, they got together, and they got married, and then she stayed in Mexico, and he came out here and was sending money, and then he's like, she's like, we need to be together, so they did things legally. And she came out, they came out here, lived in East Chicago, Indiana. With, and with my two older brothers and I in a little rinky dinky apartment on Michigan Avenue, what? Um, yeah, all three of us were in this like Michigan
0: Avenue a, in Chicago,
2: in East Chicago, East Harbor. Chicago. Got it. Yeah, the harbor part of East
0: different Chicago. Different Michigan Avenue. Yeah, yeah I like how you just say uh, Michigan, Michigan Avenue. Avenue. You're like, oh, oh sorry, <laughs> not <laughs> yeah. really East Chicago, <laughs>
2: Indiana. It. So then uh, they had the bus ministry at the church. So somebody came knocking at the door and invited our family. And the interesting thing about it was, I think it kind of developed a good sense of community for my parents because they had a Spanish department. And I know it's kind of weird, but this big church had a department where- They were thinking ahead. Yeah, they only spoke Spanish. Like so, all these illegals
0: are coming in. Maybe we can increase our numbers. <laughs>
2: yeah. Hey, that's a so, smart way to go. So, and yeah. my mom had our my personality. Take a listen, so.
0: Democratic Party. No. <laughs> um,
2: so yeah, she wanted to, you know, so I think that was a big major deal of it, like networking maybe. So they came and- uh, and I believe my mom was pregnant. I, I got to ask my brothers because, she is, she was very protective of us. So I don't think she would just throw my brothers on a bus to go to church. But eventually, we landed at church, all of us. So.
0: And you were religious. Like, did you? I was as far in, as okay. I was in in. I wore as,
2: skirts all the time. Okay. I could not go to the swimming pools because that's. like- there Was a
0: school, Baptist school, or yes, did you go to public? School? I went to oh. a
2: Baptist school that was all women. Churches, Baptist church. No, okay. it was boys and girls. Yeah. But it was um, we had a demerit system and
0: how did that how did that affect your dating life big time okay how so
2: <laughs> badly I think um you know what I, I grew up in a very whole I was very sheltered for sure I was very naive I was I was I was a great target for manipulation you know manipulation for sure okay um because also my mom was very nurturing and loving she was like a big heart walking around. And my dad was really quiet and kind of avoidant. So I was always trying to get his attention. So that's another thing. It was kind of like, I'm here, you know, my male figure. You're the youngest child. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the baby. And he did give me some... You know, he would say I was the prettiest girl on the block. Everybody else was ugly. You know, he would say little cute things like that. Were you the
0: prettiest kid on the block? <laughs>
2: well, I believed it when he told okay. me. Okay, <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I never really went. Were you in tally. high school? Were
0: you? Did being religious make you awkward? Or were you outgoing? Or were you involved um, in sports or anything?
2: No, we. They were very not well.
0: <sighs> Nerdy kid then?
2: Uh, I don't know. I wasn't like. I wasn't the popular kid, but I wasn't the nerdy kid. Okay. I was in the middle.
0: Did you party in high school, like no, drinking or anything like that? I was like a that?
2: good kid. Really, Every, everybody's parents wanted them, like in the Spanish department. Everybody wanted their kids to be like me. I okay. played the piano. I was very involved in church. Oh, I was wow. a good kid. I never wanted to disobey. I had my wilder years later. Okay, because like so in high I school, out.
0: no boyfriend didn't so, lo- did yeah, hook high school, up with guys. My
2: parent, well, my dad had a rule that I couldn't date till I was eighteen. And so I would like nag him at 16. I'm like, you know, when I'm 18, when I'm 18. And he's like, yeah, we're gonna put a sign on you. Open house. So right, when right, you're 18. Right. Oh, dear. oh yeah. He was, he was when okay. he did talk, he was kind of funny. You also, but, um, you also have something really important that I want to come back to, which is it,
1: you said that you were very open to manipulation, which I think is yeah, is well, an interesting way to put it.
2: I'll tell you guys a story. So of course, we couldn't do anything. We weren't even supposed to touch the opposite sex, we couldn't kiss, we couldn't go on unchaperoned dates. Like you had to have a chaperone when you went on a date like so you could never go alone with a guy anywhere you weren't supposed to of course there was you know there were those that snuck around sure. you know so i mean there were some wild kids in in the school so um you know so i did i i was exposed to people that did party and everything else right uh but uh, at any rate i so i couldn't date till i was 18. well then after that yeah, I was very naive, and so of course you're trying to be keep yourself pure too, because you're supposed to keep yourself pure till you get married. So no sex of any sort, right? Of course you're supposed to. So I was like, I lost my virginity late. <laughs> What's late? Because uh, twenty five. Oh wow. Yeah. That's late. Oh yeah. And not that I like. I was always kind of, I was outgoing and I wasn't shy in that area. Like I would flirt. I was kind of boy crazy inside my head, but like never acted out because that was a bad thing, you know? So I just, unfortunately, like when you grow up in the system like that, you're only supposed to date people that are in the system and you would think that, you know, in your head, you're like, okay, everybody that comes to church is a good person, is a good guy. And that's not the case at all. And then when you grow up in a loving home, like my dad, I knew he loved me. So it's like, I believed everything a guy said to me. You know, I didn't think he had an agenda. I didn't, I didn't come into the world. I, I kind of came into the world like free falling, like jumping off of a cliff. I trusted everybody. Everybody was my friend. I was very accepting of everybody. Like, you know, it was like that type of thing. Um, And so then when you start dating people that are not, good people and they have their own agenda then yeah you can get wrapped up in a manipulative situation so um, and again I'm very sensitive I wear my heart on my sleeve like I'm a softie. So did something
0: happen where like. Yeah
2: well okay so one guy just experiences well the big relationship was one that was like seven years and he was the one that I had when slept with. When did it with. start? So um, I was 26 I Okay. No, no, I was twenty-five. Wait, I said maybe my virginity age is wrong. <laughs> um, but he actually lied about his age. He was a lot younger, but he said he was around my age. So, and he looked it. But he, he had come to church. He was only in church for like two years. So he was experienced out in the world, like what we call the, the world. I still have outside world. Goal. Yeah, outside. How the world. long were
0: you guys dating before it became? Uh, you lost your virginity.
2: Well, crazy enough, we were friends first and I didn't want to date him because he didn't have a lot of years in the church. So that was like another like thing that was like a status symbol, kind of like, yeah, like it's a lot safer to date somebody that grew up in church. I mean, he could be the devil inside, but in your brain, you're like, oh, like Mm -hmm. this guy knows the way things work and the way things should be. And he's not going to try something on me or whatever. But I mean... (laughs) Oh, guys! But she kind of
0: wanted that to happen, right? I mean, you were still yeah, boy I mean, crazy I in your Yeah, I was definitely head.
2: attracted to him, but right. I was kind of like, "Oh no, we're just gonna, like." I was kind of like nervous about the fact that he hadn't grown up in church. So, so
0: let me ask you this way: how many times how many years before you dated did you finally succumb to? Because I assume from when you started dating, he was trying to have sex with you. Yes. Okay. And how long <laughs> did you wait? I guess was uh, it like a month, or was it like three you know years?
2: What? In, uh, in a, yeah, it was we saw each other every day. He was kind of like an obsessive person. And I didn't really see that as a red flag. Like he wanted to see me every day. And by that time, my mom had passed away from cancer. Mm -hmm. My dad left to Texas. I was kind of on my own. So I was very vulnerable. So yeah, every day I saw him. So 30 days. Yeah. It was a month, but we saw each other 30 days. So if you would take that and take it like every Friday, you know what I mean? So yeah. And at first I was kind of like, like, I mean, no (laughs) like I was shaking I was nervous like it was a lot for me because it was very
1: intense yeah it it was very intense because
2: yeah you've been saving this forever and then you know and unfortunately too you know you're supposed to be abstinent so you're not thinking about birth control condoms like you're not thinking about all those things lucky for me I mean not lucky but I had endometriosis so I was already on birth control because of that
0: okay (laughs) so well, lucky Luckily, in because way.
2: in my brain, I never thought I was going to have sex with him until we got married, right? I mean, that was the, the plan. plan. So then, yeah, so then it, it became that. And it was great for the first six months, like a relationship. But then when it started going south... It was not good. Like, kind of a little bit more controlling. Like, why are you going out with your friends? Like, why aren't you going out with me? Like, and very manipulative, kind of making up stuff so that I would do what he said, like that type of thing. It never got, it was never physically like, He never emotional physically, but it was emotional. This is
1: every every single time a woman talks about this, and we always like are like, it wasn't it, you know, but it is bad because we like we we try to sort of it wasn't as bad as being hit. There were times when I I remember dating somebody, I was like, I wish he would just hit me Mm. so that I could prove No I'm saying is it like is it like then people would help me because we Uh, are trapped when it's emotional abuse.
2: Yeah, I was trapped. And then I couldn't really go to people because I had, it was too, I was in too deep. He isolated like I slept you. I bet you. Did he? Well, you were already um, isolated,
0: right? Cause your dad yeah, was gone. and yeah, Your mom had passed yeah, away. Yeah. There
2: was a lot going on. And then my brothers grew up in church, but they were out. Like one of them left at 18 and one of them, like they were out mm-hmm. early. So I, when it started going South too, this is another thing that happened with me was like, I was kind of like, God, I don't think I can marry this guy. Like we had talked about marriage. We had gone seeing rings and all of that. But it was the reality started to hit me that like this was not a good person, you know. Like, and there were things that he would say even before it was starting to go south where you're kind of like, huh? Like, like I told him about a guy I had dated and how he had done me wrong. I, I dated this guy and my mom passed away from – he had seen my mom in the hospital with me. My mom passes away from cancer. Four days later, he breaks up with me and then he starts pursuing somebody else in the church right away. So I felt like shit. Sure. you know those were the things that would happen that kind of crap that you're like again maybe for other people they're like shake it off whatever fuck off or but for me that was like it was a lot like it was just like how could this person do this like he's you know and, and you told and again, him about
0: this other person so I told us
2: about this other person uh-huh. and he goes well I could burn his house down and I was like <laughs> uh-huh. wait I was it's not that serious like but I was are kind of like well
0: can you get away with it <laughs> Like, how good? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah,
2: and there was a moment kind of like I was like, Is so the joking? house burns down randomly, right? No. Yeah, as, as happens so, often. Yeah, so that so, was it was a seven year course of like me losing time. And I don't know, it was, um, I would break up with him, he would come back around, I would break up when with he him, he you, would beg come, beg back come back around. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll change, that, yeah. but I love he you cheated so much. on me, Abusive, he wanted, Yeah, like. All this stuff. I'll
0: change, baby.
2: Yeah. He got Um, a girl pregnant uh, while he was cheating on me. Then he was like, when we get back together, maybe we can raise this child. It was ridiculous. It was just like really ridiculous. So then what happened to me was I kind of got into this this quiet, depressive state because I was like, wow, I gave this guy my virginity. Because in church, it's very like, it's something like they explain it kind of like you're a perfume bottle as a woman, you know, and, and you're perfect and you're glass and you're shiny and you're bright and whatever. And then somebody knocks that perfume bottle down it goes on the floor and it shatters in a million pieces. With sex? With, yeah. With losing your virginity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they make it like that. Like, that
1: that's with, a wait, fucked wait, up it, metaphor. It really is. Is it? And the whole smell thing <laughs> is good to me. But like, what, is it? A, is it a rose? Is it more of a powdery? Is it a musk? What kind of perfume am I? And what um, does a spray constitute? Exactly. Like, is, is the
0: spray t- just like
1: is it a hand jobs? It's flirting. Yeah. I guess. Flirt, yeah, it's, spray. yeah it's like, it's like anal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, we've been doing this podcast, what, six, seven years now? And the one thing you know about me is that I was a lawyer. It's one of the cardinal things associated with me behind being a comedian, former musician, or failed musician, or uh, Persian, or old. But when I need a lawyer, I call my friend Scott Shapiro, and you should do the same too. 312-648-8800. Scott Shapiro has been representing people for 25 years with workers' comp cases, personal injury, and entertainment law. Scott is a full-service law firm, and in addition to all the injuries that I talked about, work injuries, personal injury, and entertainment law, he handles other matters too. So you can hit him up. 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You will not be disappointed.
1: So are you a broken perfume bottle if you have sex during, lose your virginity to your husband, or just, no, or only if you're No, if you're,
2: if you're. Lose your virginity, your husband, your, that's what you're supposed to do. You're an intact perfume. But if you yeah. do In it before. Forever. Especially if you get pregnant, then you're like, really? Like, you're a whole. I just like how know? there's it's only shattering terrible. and
0: no other. Like, right. once it's yeah. shattered, what happens then? Yeah. It's like, like, what if a you've, broken already, person. you've already had sex once? So at that yeah. point, is it like. Cool. Well, it's already broken on the floor. I might as well just fuck (laughs) everyone in town.
2: (laughs) You would think. Like it's a horrible. It is a horrible thing. And then so you're kind of trying to keep that under wraps, like you don't want anybody to know
0: that you get. But everyone probably was having sex if they're in their twenties.
2: Uh.
0: No? Probably. That like, is, now I'm finding you know, out.
1: You know, you exactly. There, now I'm there, finding out. There are more like, people who are virgins into their 20s. And you know that because uh, we've had at yeah, least more than one guest. More than one <laughs> guest. And my husband, uh, which I probably shouldn't say it every time I'm on the show, my husband was 28. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I, oh, and I so was you're
2: late. his only person. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Patty tricked him. You are special. <laughs> Patty <laughs> took his cologne bottle. I took his cologne <laughs> bottle
0: a guy. car
2: nor yeah. on was, the ground <laughs> <laughs> That's right. so, it's, yeah and So it's then been you're shattered yeah, yeah. Shattered. shattered to the floor shattered. so when it's explained that way then you're like okay so if you lose your virginity now you have all this baggage they i mean literally so like if you date if that doesn't work out then you date the next guy you have to tell him this Ugh. before you get married And it's like a broken perfume, broken perfume bottle. And he might not want to marry you. I know, got like that. And I got so down. And and luckily, I went and talked to my brother because I just was like, because I saw the writing on the wall that this was not going to work. Even though, like, I kept going back. <laughs> do, you,
1: so do you think a lot of it was that you wanted it to work because of your religion? Because you were like, "Well, I've done this. I've given. Yeah. I've broken my bottle for him. Yeah, this is the uh, he's you broke the, like- your bottle.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's the bottle. He's the bottle breaker. <laughs> he's the bottle breaker. So do you you, get, say- do you,
0: do you go, do you wear perfume now, or are you like <laughs> yes. never? Are you like that's like that's fucking trigger, or do you like what happens when now. you see a bottle? Like, butt- no, <laughs> you just knock it to the ground. If I'm broken, everyone's gonna be a broken bottle.
2: Oh God, it's traumatizing. go no. perfume shopping. Such a oh, weird fucking thing. Yeah, I remember that in a in a preaching, and I took it to heart. I was 15 when I heard that, and I was like, okay, okay. I got to keep my bottle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> totally not broken. Yeah. No, no chips, no nicks, no sprays. So yeah, I think and I think that a lot of it was going back to him because I had hope. Like I was like, he's gonna change, he's gonna change. And my brother's like his track record is terrible, Susanna. Like get you away, know, yeah. it's not gonna he's not gonna get better. Like look at his track record and i'm like yeah i know but like i wanted it to work so cause how, then it would make the wrong right
0: how did you finally get out of that situation
2: that was a tricky one so um well back to my i want to say the story about my brother because you really yes. helped me i was depressed i went to talk to him and i was like you know what dude like i fucked up like i mean i didn't say that because i was baptist <laughs> but i was like i messed up i told him the story and i mean because i was like down i was like crying all the time at home like and he goes Susanna you're in he was he really helped me out he's like you were in love like it wasn't like you went yeah in everyone's at, gonna make like you like you were in love you're in a relationship it happened it's okay it's gonna be fine and if the next guy doesn't want to marry you then he doesn't love you enough like it's like that's yeah. simple like don't yeah. you know because they created this so anyway so uh funny enough like all my friends didn't like him after a certain point, obviously, because you're telling, you know, I told stories. So after about six, seven years, um, I, I didn't realize too, when I was dating that he was like a big drinker. I didn't know that. Cause when he was around me, he was sober and he would come to church and all that, but he had his, I think he loved me. I just think he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't equipped with the right things. Like when you grow up in a bad family, mm-hmm. like you have to really work on trying to turn that around, you know? So at any rate, uh, New Year's Eve, man, and uh, I missed him, I call, and my friends, my friends all had dates, we were all in a house house party, and we, uh, was I drinking by then? I don't think I was drinking yet, but my, some of my friends were dating guys that drank, so but that were from the church. Like, I know that's weird, like they grew up in church, but they picked up that habit. So we were at New Year's Eve and then I was like, man, I kind of miss him. And my friend's like, call him, you know, maybe he'll come over. So I called and he was, I didn't know he had been drinking. So my friends, guys picked him up, brought him over and he was guzzling. And at the time I didn't even know what liquor it was, but it was a brown liquor. So I'm assuming it was whiskey. He was guzzling a bottle like oh it was water, like do 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 do, you know. And I just, it was just a different experience for me. I wasn't around that a lot, obvious, or at all. And so he started hitting the bottle on his chest. He was getting mad. He was like hitting the table. He took his shirt off, and it was like. So then he started trying to fight. One of the guys that was in the group, I don't know why he targeted him. It was like, all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to beat you up. Oh, my God. So it got really, it escalated. Yeah. And then I tried to calm him down and he would listen to me, but then he'd get back up and he'd listen to me and get back up. So my friend starts crying. The one that's dating this guy that he's uh, trying to attack. So then... Uh, they want to throw him outside. And I'm like, don't throw him outside. You know, I'm still like, you know what I mean? My bottle, <laughs> I love my bottle breaker. <laughs> he broke my bottle. I was in love. You guys Man, don't understand. I was like defending him. Yeah. Whatever. Don't throw. Him. And they're like, are you kidding me? You're not going to throw him?" And I was like, yeah. So he went, for some reason, he went down, like he went by the basement stairs and then he fell. Ah! And I heard like, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, I got to go check on him. And the, and the guys were like, you are not going to go check on him. Like, leave him alone. Like, leave him alone. Mm -hmm. So we all spent the night there. I went upstairs. And then, like, the next... I think it was my friend crying. My friend crying was like, oh, no, this is not good. It was that. I was like, now, like, I just kind of felt like this is going to be my future, right? Like, I can't control him. He's going to be drinking, you know, my friend's crying. I've caused this. Like it was a lot of that. So that was the end of the straw for me. Like I was like, "You got was, out after I was that." Done. Yeah. Okay. We weren't really dating at that time. It was just one of those. You opened up. I think a I had seen him in Band-aid. August. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I miss him. You know I mean? And I it's New like, Year's. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's there with somebody but me. Right. Exactly. So you
0: leave there. you yeah. You leave him. Your bottle's now yeah. broken. My bottle is broken. In yeah. the world, and you realize at some point that people don't give a shit about. Me. <laughs> Virginia, i assume yeah okay
2: yeah it took it took a while for me to leave church i i was still well, when did church. you leave church how many years ago uh, oh god it's been a it's been it's been more time. than a few years yeah it's been a. okay so like what are you doing
0: now how are you meeting people now in terms you of you know dating?
2: what i think i'm jaded a little bit i kind of don't people tell me to throw well you're, me you're a broken bottle app. i'm a broken bottle <laughs> yes.
0: i mean i hate to tell you that but it's true <laughs> Your bottle's I'm used, broken and I'm guys used furniture that's the first thing they think about when they okay. meet a woman over twenty. They're like, What? Your bottle's uh, broken?
1: No. As Dobie Maxwell would say, there's plenty of dented cans out there too. By the way, so it's yeah, yeah. No, dented we're all broken cans. bottles. That's great. Yeah, broken I'd bottles and dented, dented cans. Can, yeah. Patty's like
0: got twenty. She's had twenty broken bottles. Right, all <laughs> the broken bottles. Yeah, oh, my, my cologne <laughs> was broken. I don't know. I don't even know where to go with that reference. I know, it's are really you bizarre. Are you meeting people through comedy? Are you like on dating apps? What are you? Doing? You know
2: what? I'm not on dating apps right now. I okay. probably should throw myself on there, but I'm kind of just like I don't know. Sometimes I just don't want the drama that goes with dating people um i i don't know I'm when was the last like time you jaded. went on a date a year and a half ago i know it's a how'd long, you meet that person long um organically front of a friend only
0: guys you date you're not yeah
2: only guys okay. yeah definitely i had my period of like only dating mexicans <laughs> that kind of stopped with my okay that, and then i had then i went to white then i went to like all like Turkish, Greek, like any other kind of like okay. it's kind of crazy, but yeah, I um I don't know. Like sometimes I just I definitely don't want to get married. That I do know. Ever that's my next question. No, okay. I do not want to get married. I I think that when you were growing up, it was so like polarized to get married and have kids. People were doing it. It was like yeah, you were doing it young because you can't have sex so. You know, nineteen. You're getting married, whatever. And um, I just, it, I don't, I don't know. It, I've just seen. It's, it's a rarity when you meet somebody married and they're like, it's great. you know. Yeah. Like, I'm not Patty's a- the only one. <laughs> yeah, is it great, Patty? 90% of people is are it? not
0: married and they're lying if they, if they Any, say no. Anyone
2: aren't. who knows me
1: and my husband together, they know that Steve is a unicorn. That's what they call him. Yeah. Yeah, means, you, you guys like have a, a different
0: relationship than 99% of society. So <laughs> Wow, in that's in so special. Many ways.
2: You're very lucky. Cause yeah, of, marriage
0: is an outdated institution. We've already covered that for 300 some episodes on this podcast. <laughs> Nobody's proven, proven me wrong. I,
1: I think yeah. I've now starting to realize based on all the interviews we've done, this is why they're trying to outlaw abortion is because no one's getting married anymore, so they want to make sure that they people do have a baby. Yeah, they am not laborers anymore. That's- all these
0: people breaking <laughs> fucking models.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we gotta fucking
0: change that.
2: Exactly. What um oh my God. So you don't wanna yeah. get
0: married? Do you want you don't want yeah. kids?
2: No, I don't okay. think I want kids. I think I want you I would by- I wouldn't mind a boyfriend and like a good relationship. Okay. But I What's don't a even good know relationship? about a nice guy. I feel like I've, I've dated one nice out of all the dates I've had. I've dated one nice guy. Everybody else was like, not the nicest.
0: <laughs> like what? They're um, saying they're making fun of your perfume bottle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Are yeah, these, are these just,
0: dates happening in Indiana? Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, huh. pretty much. And
0: the, and what's and the-, the nice
2: guy? I just wasn't attracted to him. And so I told a, a husband of one of my friends like i don't know i keep getting these assholes he goes no he's like you're attracted to the asshole and i'm like you think That's so true. and it's weird because when i watch the bachelor like the bachelorette i'm into that show and i will watch the bachelorette and the guy and there's like you know they present all the guys and i'm like oh my god i love you know joe let's say i love joe he's perfect i love joe you know then he becomes he's the villain Wow. Yeah, Like somehow. So are attracted to assholes. Maybe, maybe it is that. Happens. I don't know. I hope it's not, but like maybe. I, mean, I had a guy friend that was always like, oh yeah, he was Guys nice. Guys are cousin, attracted like, to, oh.
0: to crazy. It's just the way it is. Like the, the most, the, the, the people that are most attractive are usually little little crazy and the guys <laughs> women are crazy guys are assholes that's just the way it is and you just mm-hmm. got to find the proper amount of asshole that yeah assholery that fits your broken perfume bottle
2: correct right yeah yeah Yeah. other than yeah.
0: no assholes what are your other deal breakers are there anything else that you're like i can't do that anymore
2: uh, you're in an indiana
0: so i'm assuming
2: you know this is gonna sound really petty but like i can't i really don't want a guy that listens to country music <laughs> <laughs> All, i used to hate like, country, country music
1: jody Messina's is pretty good like, little dixie can't. chicks is i good
0: used little. to hate country and then i got into it marty rosa the got chicks. me into country over like, the pandemic.
2: I, just, so. I can't have it in my home like i what just kind? can't have it in a basis what if they're
0: religious is that going to be a, is that are you turned off from religion based mm, on your your perfume yeah
2: semester? like if they it depends i think i funny enough i do believe in god i still do believe in god after you know what i mean there's a big I think difference between
0: believing in god and being real, like in
1: yeah in a, in a, a religious super, sect, in a cultish yeah. situation
2: like i've seen answers to prayer so to me it's like god exists so to me um i i don't know if i could date an atheist okay. I, that would be a little tricky i have atheist friends that i just love hanging out with but i think that's a little i don't no, oh, I say that, but who knows? Maybe no if a assholes, guy... No assholes,
0: no atheists, no country. <laughs> agnostics
2: aren't so bad. We're just uh, we're just over I here, wanna, like just in case. <laughs> I want somebody that's broken a lot of perfume bottles. <laughs> yeah, so we got no lifetime. assholes,
0: no atheists, no country. Pretty easy.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know if I really want a, k- a guy with kids either. Like I like teenagers a lot. <laughs> I know. Like if the, if he had teenagers. What about age?
0: Like what if? How old does this guy have to be? What's the age demo? Would you date younger, older?
2: I I've tended to date younger. Okay. I think that's been the thing. I think older How young? Just, uh, I think like, mm, like I would do. I don't want to say my age. That's sure. <laughs> but like, yeah, I would say. Thirties. Mm, yeah, thirties is fine. Okay. Um, because I'm, it's not going anywhere. Twenty five. No, I don't know if I want twenties. Okay. Yeah, I don't, what if they're I don't shorter than you? 20s. Oh, no, no. Short, they got to be taller than you? Yeah, that's another thing. And you know what? Short men love me. I had this guy in church that would bring me flowers almost every Sunday and put him on the piano bench. Oh,
1: God. And he was like uh, four foot something. He wanted to break
2: your perfume bottle so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and they were beautiful flowers. I mean, they were gorgeous flowers. Put man. the
0: bottles, the, the flowers back in up the, the bottle. Bottle. And one time like, I
2: stood and I was like, you know, this is a pre- like, don't you think I'm too tall for you?" And he's like, "No, you're perfect." I think I'm we should perfect. get
1: perspective. How tall are you?
2: I'm 5'9". Five 5'9". Nine. Five nine.
1: Five yeah,
2: nine. and for a Mexican, that's tall. For a Mexican girl, <laughs> that's very tall. How tall are you?
1: I'm 5'6" and I'm the tallest in my family. Okay. Both oh, Irish wow. and Mexican
0: by the you're way. You're always wearing heels though. i always feel I? like,
1: I don't, I don't know. know. No, no, you're I was not. You're wearing, wearing shoes.
0: shoes, yeah. No, I always guess. I would tone?
2: guess like five seven five eight. Yeah, right, for five, you. Six. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Short men, and it's. I. This is the story of my life too. I think I have like a wine taste, and I'm bringing a beer keg. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> when it comes to men, and yeah. it's not like I'm like, oh, I want Bradley Cooper. It's not that it's just like okay so there was this guy and he was doing construction for me at my house okay and he was tall yes. he was tall tool belt we're talking to him and no hard he hats. was a bigger guy like he had weight on him you know he was a big guy so you like I'm bigger like, guys yeah okay yeah i don't like skinny guys like if you're too skinny like, i don't want to get no. poked with a hip bone it's tough, <laughs> i don't want to break saying. you <laughs> break your <laughs> bottle <laughs> so, so what
0: happened with the construction so
2: thing? i like into him and I was like man should I like and this is another thing well anyway I was like man should I invite him for a coffee or for a beer and I dwelt on it like you know every day he would come by I was like "Cause it was like a project he was doing and I was like oh, I don't know I don't know I don't know and I'm thank god I didn't because then I looked on Facebook he was engaged to this like gorgeous blonde like model looking type woman and it was just kind of like wow like that guy landed that. You know what I mean? I mean, right, not that right, I'm not right. trying to be superficial, but it is just kind of like, oh. People have types. <laughs> here knows? I thought he was in my league. <laughs> He's not. Well, you don't know that he wasn't in your league. It's
1: just but different. It just had, different. Uh, yeah, interests, it to be who that person category. was. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, probably. So I thinking of you taking yourself out of a league. Well, I just kind of feel like men are very visual. Like, you know, aren't they? League. I mean, yeah. are yeah. you gonna date an ugly girl? Never, right?
1: Well, first of all,
0: you're not ugly. People have different types. Thank you. So I mean,
2: I I'm not saying I don't that. date brunettes, so you're out. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what I know. What I bring, like, I'm not I'm like kidding. I'm cute, but I'm not like Giselle Bunchette. You know what I Everyone mean? Everyone
0: has a type. Everyone, there's guys that are into different things. People are into short women, tall women, big women, small women. Personalities. It's, just, it's yeah. personal Yeah. No one cares about personality. <laughs> We uh, yeah, I don't know. We're we're out of time. We uh, oh, we this one fast. this one's fast.
1: I think at some point you should go through and find all of the guests that also had like a religious hang-up involved in all their relationships, and let's revisit all those. I want to see how people are doing. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I'm bringing back a lot really of people. I'm also as a recovering uh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. A,
2: extremist religious group. <laughs> Yeah, I Just never like, knew that about you. Uh, That's bizarre. It's That's very hard, hard to explain stage. Where stage. Really uh,
0: where can people find out more about your upcoming uh, events and, oh, and yeah. shows? So
2: and... Uh, follow me on Instagram, Talkative Chick Comedy, um, Facebook, Susanna Rodriguez. Um, I also have the Talkative Chick podcast on YouTube okay. um, starting out. And then uh, I'll be at the Laugh Factory July 13th. And then um, I have Hobart Art Shows September 9th. November
0: in Hobart, Indiana.
2: 18th. Yeah, in Hobart, Indiana. Hell yep. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thanks for doing the podcast, oh, thank Susanna. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for awesome. coming thank back, you. Patty, thank after you. your long hiatus. Right. And thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only.